Entrepreneur on Fire, 638. Failures, aha moments, I've made it moments, and the lightning round, seven days a week. Join John Lee Dumas and today's Entrepreneur on Fire. Every time I receive a nature box, I get to unwrap the goodness of smart snacking conveniently delivered straight to my door. Visit naturebox.com slash fire to receive 50% off your first box. That's naturebox.com slash fire. Hiring? With ZipRecruiter, you can post to 50 plus job sites, including social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Post a free job at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. What's shaking, Fire Nation? John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Mary Beth Stojahan. I just butchered that, Mary Beth. How do I say it? Stojahan. Stojahan. Yes. Mary Beth, are you prepared to ignite? Yes, definitely. Yes. Mary Beth is shaking up traditional views of financial planning by leveraging technology to work with Gen Wires across the country to help them make smart choices with their money. She is a certified financial planner and founder of WorkableWealth.com. Her expertise has been featured in the Wall Street Journal, CM. NBC, Forbes, and more. Mary Beth, I've given our listeners just a little overview. I've taught them how not to pronounce your last name. <laughs> so take a minute, tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you, then give us an overview of your business. Thanks, John. Thanks for having me. Um, so my name is Mary Beth Storjahan. I am a certified financial planner and founder of Workable Wealth. I have been in the financial planning industry for about 10 years now. I launched Workable Wealth last year to specifically work with Gen Wires. I'm very passionate about educating 20 and 30-somethings. I think the earlier you start in preparing for your finances, the better. I'm San Diego native, military spouse, love working with the military as well, do a lot of volunteer work with Wounded Warriors. And um, yeah, just loving living in San Diego, have been super excited to see how Workable Wealth has grown and excelled in the branding and the media stuff that has transpired and excited to share today. Well, I'm excited about a lot of things, Mary Beth. I'm one excited about talking about finance, specifically entrepreneurial finance, even more specifically Gen Y finance, because it's always been a passion of mine too. I'm honored that you work so closely with the military, you know, being a veteran myself, that really hits home and being a military spouse, obviously, I know what you've been through. So thank you for your service as well. And of course, let's not let Fire Nation not know about the fact that you and I are in a very cool mastermind here in San Diego, which is called the SD Conclave, although I am trying to get it changed to the Mastermind Thunderclap. We'll see what happens. Oh, that's, pretty, that's a good one. It's pretty awesome, though, even, even though uh, Caleb butchered it a bit in one of our emails. I was like, wait, do we rename it without me knowing about it? So... It's a very, very awesome mastermind group. I'm stoked to be a part of it. We have a great energetic group of people. Yeah, we'll get into it. But Caleb, Pat Flynn, Rick Mulready, just a couple people that really make San Diego a great place for any lifestyle independent entrepreneur where location is not a dependence. But before we dive into more of that, into your journey specifically, Mary Beth, we are going to get into a success quote. You gave me a little teaser, so I'm excited. Share it with us. Share it with Fire Nation. This is a quote that I uh, stumbled upon a few years ago, and I just live by it on a day-to-day basis, and it's Lemony Snicket, and it is, if we wait until we're ready, we'll be waiting for the rest of our lives. This has just been huge in my life since launching Workable Wealth. So really break that down for us, though, because I want you to share with Fire Nation why this quote resonates with you, and even more importantly, 
how we as entrepreneurs can actually apply this mentality to our life. I have 10 years of industry experience with financial planning, and it was still just such a scary and daunting thing to be able to launch my own practice. There's so many avenues, you know, it's beyond financial planning. And when you're when you're an entrepreneur, it's just beyond your expertise. There's so many different hats that you have to wear. And it just if you just look at it, like launch business, oh my gosh, it's crazy. And I never really felt fully ready. I always, I found myself putting it off, even though I was doing a lot of research, I was just waiting till tomorrow, waiting till tomorrow. And actually, I didn't have plans to launch Workable Wealth until this year. And I ended up launching a year early because I finally said, screw it. (laughs) (laughs) Can I say screw it on here? I don't know. Absolutely. So yeah. And so I just kind of knocked it out uh, while my husband was on deployment. Actually, we were uh, corresponding via email. Just was at a point where I was making some big career decisions. And we just decided literally in an email, um, no, let's do it. Let's launch. So um, I set the wheels in motion and got kicked off last year. Kick it off. It's a great mindset, a great mentality. So with Podcasters Paradise, Mary Beth, we now have over a thousand members who are all looking to create, grow, and monetize their podcast. And the biggest holdback for people is they think they need everything in place. They're like, well, as soon as I get my website done, as soon as my logo is perfectly tweaked, as soon as like my Twitter handle has like a hundred followers, I'm like, no, like you are launching a podcast. So launch that podcast. That's how you're going to get to a hundred Twitter followers. You're not going to have somebody visit your website day one. So don't worry that the email opt-in is not perfect. Start building that audience now. Start now. Start making mistakes now so you can be better in the future. And Mary Beth, that's what we're going to be talking about today is the entrepreneurial journey. But the reality is we're going to be talking about your journey specifically. We're taking that spotlight and we're turning it on to Mary Beth. So take us back to a time, Mary Beth, when you've failed, when you launched something or just did something, whatever that story might be, I want to hear it. Fire Nation wants to hear it. And we want to hear those lessons you've learned. You know, in thinking about this question in terms of like like a specific time or situation, I think it was really an ongoing failure for me. So again, going back on the experience, I grew up in the financial planning industry. I had to pay my own way through college. So one of my first jobs in the industry was as a receptionist at a local financial planning firm here in San Diego. And from there, that's where I got my foot in the door and just really started to grow and, and build myself. And you know, it was at that time in college that you know I got interested in financial planning, but I also saw the dynamic between you know, the lack of financial education that my friends in school were getting. It just wasn't available. You know, I happened to major in financial planning at San Diego State, whereas my friends were majoring in music, psychology, English, et cetera, whatever else it is. And there's no money education that comes along with that. So I realized early on that there's just this this need and there's nothing filling it. So you know, fast forward throughout my career in, in financial planning, I just always came back to this group and I was always told no again and again, you know, between whether it was older financial planners, whether it was, um, you know, parents, all these different things or just, you know, family members, uh, people were just questioning again and again, like, can you actually make money off this group, especially within the industry? I faced a lot of resistance being told Gen Y doesn't have any money. Gen Y doesn't want the advice. You can never have a profitable profitable career off of this. So I was met with a lot of resistance. And you know what? I kind of believed it. And I also believed that because I was a young woman in the industry, that I therefore wasn't skilled enough or you know qualified enough to actually help this group. So meeting that resistance, I let it kind of, I let it hold me back for a lot longer than I should have. And that I think is one of my biggest failures. I could have launched a lot earlier had I put the fear aside and put my, you know, I can do this face on and and conquer it. But I I let that questioning and that fear hold me back for too long. I cannot resonate with that more because Mary Beth, when I was looking to launch my journey with Entrepreneur on Fire, 
I did a lot of things wrong, but one thing that I did do right was invest in myself, and I got in the right mastermind, and I hired the right mentor, and they were amazing for me on every single level, and the reality was when I went and was asking them, like, hey guys, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? I was getting a lot of great feedback, which I implemented, but over and over again, it was John don't do a seven-day-a-week show. Like That's just not going to work. You're going to get burnt out. Your guests are going to get burnt out. Your listeners are going to get burnt out. Don't do it. And I just knew deep down, Mary Beth, my intuition was telling me this was the right move because I knew that I wanted it as a listener of podcasts, and I knew that I would listen to it if it was out there, so why not be that change I wanted to see in the world? So I put my blinders on, Mary Beth, very similar to how you did, and I went forward, and all the questions were surrounding me as I'm sure they were surrounding you. You know, how am I going to monetize this and X, Y, Z? But sometimes, Fire Nation, when everybody's zigging, you need to zag. And when you're seeing everybody swimming in this red ocean, go ahead and drift over to the blue ocean because if you can dominate that niche where nobody is before anybody figures out, everybody figures out what a great niche it actually is, Watch out. I mean, I don't think that, uh, you know, places like the Wall Street Journal, CNBC, and Forbes would be knocking on Mary Best doors often as they are if she hadn't swum over to that niche, been the first one to plant her flag, and now she's the go to source. So, Mary Beth, that's what I really got out of your failure that is an ongoing failure until you just snapped out of it. Break it down for Fire Nation into just one, though, one takeaway that you want us to implement today. Turn off that fear and that, that voice you have in your head that tells you you can't do it, those questions, that, just turn it off and just take that, take that time and, make, and visualize. Write down your next step. The best, the best thing I did at launching was break it down mm. because it was so scary. It was so scary to say, I'm going to launch a business. I hired a personal coach and, I, and she held me accountable to breaking things down week by week. And she made me celebrate my wins. She made me like get things done. And even if things didn't happen the timeline that I thought, she still helped me to stay on track. And I was able to launch sooner and faster than I thought I would. So turn off the fear, get an accountability partner, and get yourself going one step at a time. And join an awesome mastermind. And join an awesome mastermind. (laughs) Of course. So Mary Beth, let's kind of continue on here because you've had some incredible aha moments, some light bulbs that have gone off, courses that you've implemented, things that you're doing right now are obviously exciting. They were spurred by these great light bulb ideas. And what I want you to do is to take one of those. It just really fires you up. That's a great story. And take us with you when you had that idea. I want to be next to you when that light bulb goes off. Tell us that story, Mary Beth, that moment in time, and then walk us through the steps that you took to turn that idea, that moment in time into success. So one of the things, my aha moment early on was uh, being a, a part of an industry that's a little bit of an old, old boys club. You see the way things are always done. A little bit like you probably have experience with the military. Things oh, yeah. have always been done this way, so <laughs> we continue to do them this way. Um, so it, things are very streamlined there. And probably about three or four years ago... when Take I, me to that moment. Three or four years ago, I'm sitting in my uh, the office of my previous employer. Uh, currently, I was director of financial planning. So great position, great career that I had going there. But I was still snooping around in some other areas <laughs> trying to see what I could be doing. So... Um, I was a member of, I'm a member of an um, organization within the financial planning community called the Financial Planning Association. And I started snooping around on some of their, on their, some of their boards and stumbled across a few other financial planners who happened to have these really exciting 
practices that were going on. It just seemed like they were taking it back to the basics, making it fun. You go to their websites and there was no, you know, there weren't the old retired couple on the beach. There wasn't, you know, the lighthouse. It wasn't all investment terminology. It was really just um, kind of casual, keeping it exciting and very intriguing. So I'm sitting at my desk and just looking through some of these websites and it was just like an aha, like I don't have to conform. I do not have to do what this industry says that I should do it, what my career path should be. I do not have to charge my clients based on how much money do they have. I do not have to, you know, always speak to the investment returns in the stock market. Yes, that's a part of it. But I don't have to use these huge, confusing terms and words for my clients. I don't even have to have like this old mahogany desk. I don't have to have any of that. I can make it about fun and excitement and I can basically use myself as my brand. So when I was my aha moment, just sitting at my desk, I saw these websites and I just was so inspired and just really began to visualize what workable wealth would look like. So when you go to the workable wealth website now, it's a financial planning website. When you get there, you don't see any of this old timey stuff. You see me, you see my face, you see empowering quotes, you see call to actions, you see, I really can, I'm really, um, merging the technology leveraging platform. So the the virtual financial planner with a technology entrepreneur. So I can basically streamline everything. My clients across the country, I have clients in Guam and New York and different areas. And I live in San Diego and that's financial planning. And people think that you have to do the traditional thing all the time. My aha moment was that there's no way I can build a business and leverage my time and be able to travel around like we were talking about and, and still have really happy and satisfied clients. And I'm living that right now. 637 past guests, Mary Beth, have preceded you on this show. And so, so often, those guests share that their failures come when they don't follow their intuition, their gut. And on the flip side, their aha moments and successes always seem to happen when they do. I mean, Fire Nation, what more of a telling clue do you need? What more of an open path do you want to see? Mary Beth started finding her success when she started following her intuition like so many other successful entrepreneurs before her. So what is that passion that's burning aside you that every part of you is telling you that wants to be released upon the world? Let it go. See where that goes. And Mary Beth, speaking of 637, that's how many value bombs you dropped during your aha moments of Fire Nation. (laughs) So break it down to one because I want them to be able to implement just one thing from that great aha moment that you've had into our lives today. If there is not somebody out there doing what you're doing, what you would like to do, start doing it. Because the thing is that you can conform all you want, but all you're going to do is confuse and you're not going to have the market. So it goes back to that blue ocean that John mentioned. Be different and don't, afraid, don't be afraid to be different. Whatever you can do to stand out, differentiate yourself, do bright colors, whatever it is that works for you, <laughs> um, be different because that's been the thing that has set me apart and has led to my getting quoted in the media, to my getting clients. I'm not afraid to be me. I'm not afraid to share my story, whether it's about being a military spouse, being a newlywed, um, my career transitions, whatever it is, I am genuinely authentic with my clients, with my audience, and that is what has led to my success. I love that. So Mary Beth, because of what you've done and because you are just loud and proud and you're Mary Beth and you're not hiding it, that's led to a lot of very proud moments. Share with Fire Nation that proudest entrepreneurial moment that you can point to right now. My proudest moment is the, I mean, just doing what I'm doing, getting to live in San Diego. I mean, I just, I, if you were to say being on Pathlin's podcast, I would have been a little disappointed. No. <laughs> 
And so the thing, I was really torn on this one because I've had the opportunity. So, I mean, one of my proudest things right now is getting to do that work with the Wounded Warriors and leverage my expertise. Being able to go in on a monthly basis and have my expertise and present to these groups and sit down with them one-on-one to coach them through the financial decisions they're making, what they can do to make adjustments, and really be a leader to that group for all they've done for us. I mean, that's my, that's my biggest, that's my proudest takeaway. And that does, that's not a revenue generating thing. That's just my giving back to that group is huge. And I'm very passionate about that. So that's just my, that ongoing commitment is probably my, my most proud moments. I love that. That's something to be incredibly proud of. And Mary Beth, what I want to talk about now is the entrepreneurial journey as a whole, because you know it, I've experienced it, every entrepreneur has. I mean, it's such an emotional roller coaster. I mean, that's why masterminds and mentors are so important because you really do need that support group around you when things just go awry. How do you, Mary Beth, really focus on keeping some semblance of a balance in this wacky entrepreneurial journey that we're on, knowing that there's no such thing as a perfect balance, but what are some things that you do that you can pass along to Fire Nation that really help you keep somewhat of that balance? Uh, Sometimes I cry. (laughs) (laughs) So um, actually, one of the best things that really happened when I was launching Workable Wealth is I really practiced the abundance mentality. And what that means is I'm actually in a study group, a mastermind group with six financial planners, virtual financial planners across the country. And we meet every other Monday and come together for a conversation about our wins, what we're struggling with, um, what we're working on, what we need accountability on. And that's financial planners. Those people could be my competition. But instead, you know, we look at it as we all have different niches, we have different expertises that we're bringing to the table, and we really leverage each other. So I think that right there was one of my best decisions that I've, I've made and one of the most helpful, resourceful things for me is those people have become essentially my coworkers. And they're a study group slash mastermind group. So I think in terms of if you can do anything for yourself, it's going to be setting up your core group of people. Who can you call when you have questions? Who can you call when you need some technology insight or the best things to do in your industry alone? If you can find people who are generally willing to collaborate and leverage your expertise and, and kind of help cross promote, I think that's been my best thing so far. Fire Nation. And Mary Beth, you can disagree with me if you want to, but I'm a big believer in that all ships rise in a high tide. So if you can just elevate those around you, even if they're in your same industry, I mean, absolutely, you are going to see success from that because you are just elevating everybody's game around you. And that Jim that Jim Rohn quote that you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with is so critical for every entrepreneur's success. And Mary Beth, I want to bring things to present times. I want to talk about today here, San Diego, shockingly, it's 68 and sunny (laughs) like every other day. What is one thing that just really has you fired up in your business right now? I am so excited about this and I'm so excited that we're meeting for our mastermind group next week because I have lots to talk about, Uh, but I am actually working on creating a newlywed money boot camp. And so that should be launching within the next few months. And I'm in the process of uh, creating, organizing the content right now. So it's going to be an online boot camp. People can um, just pay the one-time fee and they'll get access to the courses. And the thing is, you know, I have a lot of newlyweds coming to me with questions about their finances right. and, you know, how to merge, how to handle benefits, all of those things that you, you know, setting up budgets. How to convince your wife to sign that prenuptial. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
So all of these questions that come up and, you know, one of the things is they don't necessarily have the money to invest in the financial planner at that time. So I released, I've been seeing this need in this and with all these consultations that I've had. And so I just thought to develop this newlywed money boot camp. So it's going to be um, a really great course, just chock full of the bonuses. So learning how to do that within my business, being able to create that passive income stream and develop a course. Again, that's not your traditional financial planners thing, but um, I'm super excited about it because I'm super excited because I'll be able to provide insight and expertise to a group that might not have access to it. And that's been one of the best things about Workable Wealth is making financial planning fun, affordable, and accessible to different generations. So being able to do that for newlyweds is going to be really exciting. Well, I'm incredibly excited to see that flourish and get that flushed out with you in our mastermind. And a lot of people don't know this, Mary Beth, but Gary Vaynerchuk's original title for Jab, 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 Right Hook was Give, 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 Ask. And this is such a great mentality and mindset for Fire Nation to really absorb right here. What is Mary Beth doing? She's going to, for a very reasonable price, provide resources, products, and services that newlyweds, that Generation Y can really use to help themselves now at an incredibly low cost. Who the heck do you think they're going to go to when they start making six figures, seven figures a year, five, 10, 15 years down the road? Mary Beth is planting seeds right now that are going to flourish, and it's just a matter of when, and that's the mentality. So love what you're doing, Mary Beth. I couldn't be more on board. And Mary Beth, we are about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Are you looking to grow your team, maximize your time, and start putting systems in place that will help you run your business most efficiently? I know firsthand that growing a team isn't easy, especially when everyone is seeking out the best candidates. If you've ever posted an online classified job ad, you know managing the post is a full-time job in and of itself. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 50-plus job sites and to social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. With an interface that's easy to use and that tracks all of your job posts and all of your candidates, you'll be growing your team in no time. Plus, it's easy to find your best candidates because ZipRecruiter.com will automatically highlight them for you. Try ZipRecruiter to find out why they've been used by over 100,000 businesses. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Again, to try ZipRecruiter for free, you have to go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. When is the last time you heard the words smart and snacking in the same sentence? It doesn't come up to you often, does it? That's because most snacks on the market have ingredients like artificial sweeteners, artificial flavors, and artificial colors in every box. Why go artificial when you can have the real thing? Thanks to NatureBox, I've recently discovered a goldmine of smart snacking options that all have strict quality standards that you can rely on. That means no more high fructose corn syrup, no partially hydrogenated oils, no trans fats, artificial sweeteners, or artificial colors. No artificial flavors. The best part is NatureBox is a subscription service that offers free delivery for your favorite snacks straight to your door every month. Wouldn't it be nice not to have to worry about whether or not the ingredients in your next snack are going to be nutritious unwrap smarter snacking today visit naturebox.com slash fire to receive 50% off your first box that's naturebox.com slash fire mary beth welcome to the lightning round where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers sound like a plan sounds like a plan what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur me fear 
just questioning the ongoing voice in my head, the things that wouldn't stop. So uh, it was hard to give up the steady, solid paycheck also. So it was all around that fe- the fear. Mary Beth, what's the best advice that you've ever received? So I went to a conference last year and one of the speakers basically said, uh, you know, gave some advice and she said to walk through whatever door opens for you. And since I knew I was launching Workable Wealth, that has been one of the things that I have tried to do is to walk through every door, whether it might not be the right door or the best door, but I've been trying to take advantage of whatever opportunities present themselves and to build relationships with people that I might not have otherwise. So that's really been um, beneficial to me. Obviously, sometimes it's you know not the best time commitment, but I learned that right away and I can walk back out. But by just walking through and taking advantage of just different opportunities, I've been able to really thrive. And that's a key word too. You said you can walk back out if it's not right for you. And you did walk through some doors, Mary Beth, that have really led to some cool things. I mean, you walked through a door in at the financial conference where you got to engage with Pat Flynn, which turned into becoming friends and then becoming part of his mastermind, which I'm part of, and being on now both of our shows and being you know involved and engaged with a huge audience of entrepreneurs. And it's all because you walked through a door. Exactly. And you're not, not afraid to put yourself out there too. That's been a huge part. Mary Beth, share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success. One of my personal habits, I'd say, um, I do. I consistently put myself out there. So, and I also, you know, I'm not afraid to. I'm not super aggressive about it, but you know, I'm not afraid to pitch myself for certain things. I'm not afraid to reach out to certain journalists or people I have relationships with to to share ideas and to see what they think. It's not necessarily about pitching myself, but I consistently put myself out there to be of value. So never really asking for anything, but hey, I have this idea. What do you think about collaborating on this? Or how can, um, I thought this might be a good topic for you. So the habit is consistently putting yourself out there and doing it in a strategic way too. So provide value. Don't be super... Don't be super aggressive in trying to get something for yourself. Um, but I think nobody is going to come looking for you. You have to go looking for your own opportunities. And that's been one of the things that has gotten me, you know, everywhere I've gotten in life is always going in for the ask. Mary Beth, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with you can share with our listeners? So one of the things that was like phenomenal for me that's been super helpful really is uh, online meeting scheduler. So I use schedule once and it you know, traditional financial planners, you go back and forth 15 times to schedule a meeting that works on your calendar. And one of the best things for me now is if somebody goes to my website and wants to schedule a consultation, they can coordinate with their calendar. They can answer the questions of what they're hoping to accomplish during the, um, the meeting, why they're looking for a financial planner. I have all the information I need ahead of time, and I don't have to send one email. So I'd say that is my, fr- my favorite resource right now is Schedule Once. Oh, Mary Beth. It was an absolute lifesaver for me. I do eight interviews for Entrepreneur on Fire. I'm interviewed on eight shows, on eight other shows every single week as well. Talk about a scheduling nightmare. 16 interviews with other people's schedules. Forget about it. I have two links, one for Entrepreneur on Fire, one for the other shows, and that does all the work for me. I just now show up when my calendar says to show up. Yeah, exactly. It's fantastic. I do a like, check in a little, like 10 minutes ahead of time, make sure I'm prepped and everything, but it definitely helps save so much time and headache for me and clears up my email. Oh, so. big time. And Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything we've been chatting about in today's episode at eofire.com slash Mary Beth. I'm not going to make you type out her last name, Fire Nation. <laughs> yeah. Mary Beth, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? I thought about this one night and really I think it, this was an oldie, but it's, it's Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And that was a classic one that I had actually waited until to read until recently. And I just thought, you know, 
there's so many great nuggets in there. And it's not necessarily always about the end result of money. It's about the visioning and the planning and the positive mindset and everything that happens in between to get you there. And I think those were some really great takeaways. Well, every time somebody suggests this book, I have to take the opportunity to make another suggestion on top of this. And this could be great for you, Mary Beth. So if you go on a jog today, I hope you've already downloaded this into your iPhone so you can listen to it. And that is Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. For 70 years, they put that in the archives. That was the follow-up book to Think and Grow Rich, but they they wouldn't release it because it was too, quote-unquote, controversial at the time. But just in 2011, they released the book and the audiobook of it, and the audiobook is phenomenally done. And it's Napoleon Hill at his best. I put it on the same level as Think and Grow Rich, but so few people know about it because it was in the vault for so long, but now it's out. Thanks for that tip. I didn't know about it. Boom, and Fire Nation. There we go. I know that you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook like either one of these for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Mary Beth, this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? First, I would wake up and grab my coffee and I would knock out a blog post about how I managed to get my food and shelter covered uh, <laughs> for free. That would be something I'd be sharing with my followers. And, with my, and then I basically would hit social media. I would begin to leverage... Uh, resources like meetup.com or live your legend and find some local meetups around so I can meet some people face to face. I would head over to Twitter. I would start connecting all over again with people within my industry. One of my strategies originally was, you know, connecting with the other talking heads, uh, media, you know, journalists, reporters with from within the industry to see what the relevant topics were. And I just start again, building my presence. That's the one thing that I'm very confident in that I did right. And, and that's what's led to so many of my quotes and being in the press and media coverage as well. So I would do that all over again. And that's what's exciting, Fire Nation, is that once you get the confidence and you see the tools and you see how to implement those, anything can happen. Everything can be taken away. And as long as you have your health, you can put things back together very quickly because you know those tools of success. And you know that, hey, if you fail a couple of times, that's part of the journey. Keep on going. And Mary Beth, I want to thank you for being so inspiring, so open, so honest with all of Fire Nation today. And let's have you leave us with one parting piece of guidance, share the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Do not be afraid to be different. And people can contact me at workablewealth.com or follow me on Twitter at Mary B. Storage. Mary B, let's get a little more information about Newlywed Bootcamp because I want to know, I want Fire Nation to know how they can sign up for something like this. So as of right now, there is a, um, there's an opt-in page if you go to workablewealth.com slash newlywedmoneybootcamp. It's right there. You can get, you can download uh, seven seven steps to make after you're married with your finances. There's the opt-in to get on the list for updates uh, as it's basically getting rolled out. Love that. Well, Mary Beth, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything of value that we've mentioned in today's episode by going to eofire.com. Just type Mary, M-A-R-Y in the search bar and her show notes page will pop right up. And Mary Beth, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. Fire Nation, is it time to share your voice with the world? 
Podcasting is the number one medium to do so, and it has never been easier. Join me for our free live podcast workshop every week. Just visit podcastersparadise.com to grab your spot today. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite.